Okay, we are indeed live. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Four Guys with Quarters podcast. This is episode number 180 for August 30th, 2018. Summer's almost over. It's almost game season, almost video game season, as we like to say. Um, I am one of your hosts in front of 217. We've got the other two usual characters here on Xbox Party Chat again due to technical difficulties. Hopefully next time, uh, next week, we'll have uh, videos back. But um, Clowns is not with us yet because he had PC updates and Xbox updates and updates galore on all of his technology, it seems. So he'll be joining us pretty soon. He's going to message me when he's ready. I'm going to invite him to the party. But um, making his 180th straight appearance, we do indeed have ZBCI Assassin with us. What's going on? Hi. Here we go. Here we go again with this intro. One day, Assassin's going to like win the lottery or something, like win the Wisconsin lottery, which will probably be like $2,000 or something like that. And uh, he'll, he'll win the lottery and, and go nuts. You should be happy. Didn't you make some money today? You got some money uh, towards some new games. Shouldn't you be all ecstatic about that? I mean, it was mowing the lawn. I mean, that's meh in general, but money's good. Nice. Well... Dude, mowing the lawn, you know, sometimes that's really therapeutic for me, to be honest. Like, every once in a while when I mow the lawn and I throw my headphones in, I kind of wish it goes on for a little longer, but not when it's super hot. I don't know about you, but here in Massachusetts, oh my god. It's been like the most oppressive 95 degree days ever. For a while, it was 50 degrees here. Oh but we god. just came out of, it was storming, like, five days straight, and it's going to be storming another seven days straight. Well. Well, hopefully that doesn't come over yeah. here because I'm going to a wedding this weekend for my cousin. And if I get rained on or any of that shit since it's outside, I shall be pissed. But nonetheless, we have a video game podcast to do here. So enough about the weather. Since I know a lot of our viewers are all over the world, appreciate every single one of you guys uh, for showing up weekly and checking out the podcast, whether you watch it live or afterwards on YouTube. Really appreciate all the support we're getting. Um... Want to go ahead and shout out the Inner Circle Network. Speaking of support, they brought us on as one of their affiliate podcasts, of which they have uh, a few of them. Uh, all pretty good podcasts. I've listened to all of them uh, very frequently. I listen to mostly. I listen to Brap, and I listen to the uh, the original Next Level Gaming podcast the most out of all the affiliate ones. And of course, uh, the Iron Lords podcast is is excellent as well. They are one of the official podcast not an affiliate but um shout out to all those guys uh we've had guests from pretty much all those podcasts in the show so we'll work on getting some more affiliate guests on but we appreciate the inner circle network for bringing us on as an affiliate so thank you to those guys all right um let me see clowns isn't here so let me um i guess we'll start with call of duty uh we'll get clowns's Clowns' thoughts on Call of Duty when he gets in. This is kind of like a little mini topic, but uh, for those that don't know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is now backwards compatible on the Xbox One. It is $15 currently on the Xbox Store, which I think is well worth it if you are um, looking for a little bit of that nostalgia bug. I was playing it last night with Assassin and a couple of other friends on, on uh, Xbox One. It looks incredible on Xbox One X. I think the text is extremely sharp the game itself actually is aged i think pretty well graphically i don't know what you think assassins but for me i think that um 
like the user interface, the the menus and stuff, not blurry at all. I mean, obviously the graphics are a little blurry, but nothing too crazy. I think it was actually it actually held up pretty well, and I look forward to playing it a little bit more. What do you think? I I think it looks well. It's uh, I mean, it could just be me and you know how old my glasses are. You you said this a lot <laughs> yesterday, but stuff in the back just looks blurry and it's annoying and everything blends in half the time for me. It's a, it's a mess. Um, I think people need to get off of the Kmart connection. Maybe it's just their servers, whatever. But everyone's like lagging. Um, Dude, it's that it's that peer to peer connection, bro. It's, it's that old school, non dedicated servers peer to peer. Yeah, yeah, it's disgusting. I, I, I just, I, I wish we got a remaster than uh, the backwards compatible game because they, they, you know, they could have done a lot, you know, a lot to it that would have gave the you know game some love. But now we're just stuck with uh, this. Well, you know, the remaster was rumored to only have the single player, so I don't know if I would have liked that since, you know, obviously the single player Call of Duty games not the greatest, they're alright, but this one, you know, as you said before, one of the shorter ones, and, you know, that would have been a waste, I think, of everyone's time, no? I mean, the campaigns, I think, is really good, and it has some really great uh, missions, especially in the metal, um, but... I mean, where the game stands is multiplayer, and that's where it shows off. So having a master without the multiplayer is like, you know, having a taco and just having a shell. <laughs> what an analogy. Someone's got taco on the brain. Um, Daz in the YouTube chat says, $15 is too much for a 10-year-old game, maybe nine ninety nine. See, normally I would agree with that, but, you know... People are spending fifteen dollars on absolute nonsense these days. Like, I, it's it's just it's just what they can get away with. You know, they they probably, you know, studied what they thought they would get away with. You know, Call of Duty games hold their value pretty well. People are still playing it. People wanted this last installment to the, you know, this is the last one to come to the backwards compatibility program, right? Am I right about that? Um, no, the original Call of Duty. Well, well, if that was that on three sixty. Yeah, it came with, uh, if you bought the more expensive Modern Warfare 2 version, you got, like, the remastered original no Call of Duty. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm a scrub then. It doesn't complete it, but close to. Close to. Um, but, I don't know. I think I think they knew they would get $15. I spent $15. You can ask Assassin yesterday. I spent $15, like... It was not, like it was nothing. Like I just threw the money at the system and essentially bought the thing because I was excited for it. I wanted to play the game again. But um, anyway, clowns oh, is oh good, good. yeah good. That Activision is a greedy company. I think they're still selling Black Ops Two digitally for sixty bucks. Oh yeah, or somewhere around there. Yeah. So yeah. fifteen bucks is very uh, is a deal coming generous. from Activision. Yeah, it's a deal, right? <laughs> Um, anyway, we got Clowns with us. He has joined the party. What's going on, Clowns? Hey, what's up, everybody? What are your uh, thoughts about this Modern Warfare 2? Have you tried out the uh, backwards compatible yet, or what are, you, what are your thoughts about it? I think it's good that they did it, because everybody wanted it. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't played it yet, but just knowing from Modern Warfare 3... Uh, and Black Ops 2, I mean, there appears to be a lot of hack lobbies. 
Uh, I don't know if they are. I haven't gone on to see for sure, but mm-hmm. I hear there is. Uh, so I just haven't been on it. Yeah, so I know Assassin was worried about that right from the get-go. I know, you know, to me, I don't even think of that because maybe I wasn't too crazy on Call of Duty. Maybe I didn't experience that enough. Maybe I wasn't in the, you know, in the circles that kind of dealt with that kind of thing. But, you know, this is one of those, this is one of the games that did have that kind of problem. And because it's not like a full-blown new release, it's still going to have that problem. Now, Assassin, you worried about this. Realistically, do you think it's going to be a huge problem or... Uh, yeah, it's it will it will be a huge problem. Probably not right now, but soon. I mean, I just remember when I played. It was either 360 or PS3. People would have that uh, this hack that would change the uh, have a like a square, the AC130 square um, around every single enemy, so you knew exactly where everyone was. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I remember on the 360 on the rail, people would be flying. Wow. Um, so I mean, it's soon. It, it I think it's gonna get bad because you know those hackers are gonna know that all these people are gonna come back to my warfare too, and it's a perfect chance to come by and you know put squares on everyone and get nukes or mess up Assassin's KD. That's right. You see him on there. That's right. As the famous yeah. Call of Duty YouTuber once said, "Wings of Redemption." If you don't get a 2.0 KD, you're getting banned, right? Have you guys ever seen wow. that? Guy? Have you guys ever seen that guy, Wings of Redemption? No, the guy's no. fucking hilarious. No. He he was a bit he was a big YouTuber back in the day. I don't think he does YouTube anymore, but um, during his like streams and stuff, he would say, yeah, I think he still does Twitch, but during his streams, he'd be like, "Listen, whoever doesn't have a 2.0 KD, this match is getting banned." <laughs> he like always says, "That's disgusting." Yeah, it's funny. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's the news on that. I didn't want to really get into a huge diatribe there, but let us know if you guys are interested in Modern Warfare 2, if you guys are playing it, uh, if you're liking it. Me personally, I love this Modern Warfare 2 over Modern Warfare 1, the remaster uh, that came out a couple years ago with uh, Infinite Warfare. I didn't think it was that good. I mean, it looked good, but I much prefer Modern Warfare 2, so I am quite happy with my $15 purchase. It would have been better, though, Daz, at nine ninety nine. But uh, fifteen dollars is uh, is good enough for me, and I think Assassin's right when he says that for Activision, kind of a kind of a good deal. Now, Xbox brings up something f- about our next topic in the chat. Good segue, I guess. He says, "What's the deal with the Red Dragon downplaying all access lately?" And you know, personally, nothing against Red Dragon, but lately, uh, the stuff I've seen, I've actually uh, unfollowed and muted them because I can't. I'm starting to do that with a lot of people that downplay, you know, things that don't affect them personally. Like, if this affected you personally, you know, fine, downplay it to death, you know, like, you want to you wanna come on Twitter, you want to be the spokesperson hating on this shit, be my guest. But, like, this service, I'm going to play both sides of it, like I always do on this podcast, but personally, I think it's fine. I think it's a good deal. This is our slide from last week. We're about to talk about it. Um... But we did not because we kind of ran out of time and it wasn't like official. So we didn't really want to talk about rumors, but um, it is now official Xbox all access service for the Xbox one X and the Xbox one S. Um, So here are the prices here. So for the X, you get uh, the Xbox one X. Of course you get Xbox live gold and games pass for two years 
Uh, you get to keep the system, but those services you only get for two years. And it is $34.99 a month for 24 months. Nothing down. You don't pay anything when you go into the Microsoft Store. Um, and that's a key point. Only at the Microsoft Store, for right now at least. Um, Xbox One S, $21.99 per month uh, for 24 months. Same deal. You get the system and you get to keep it, but you pay over uh, over the 24 months. So um, you get live gold and games pass along with that. So... Um, so clowns, I'll go to you first on this, um, because I know, um, that you kind of had to bounce last week. We, we were doing a lot of moving, you're doing a lot of moving and stuff and we had to cut the show short, but, um, you know, uh, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. So what do, what are your thoughts on it? And what do you, you know, give, also give your thoughts on, on the hate that's going on on Twitter. Well, first off, yeah, you know. Red Dragon's a big voice in the gaming community lately, and I am tired of the negative tweets lately. It seems like, uh, from my opinion, I could be wrong because I don't know him personally, but just from my opinion, his public persona plays on the negative aspects of anything Xbox-related lately and hypes up the PC more. So I'm kind of disappointed in him in doing this because I think the... Xbox All Access is a great deal for consumers. It makes it more affordable for people. Uh, for example, I know, like, just for example, if if Nintendo did something like this with the Switch, Assassin may actually have a Switch right now. So the 0% is an excellent deal. You're getting so many games if you haven't bought into the Xbox uh, gaming universe yet. And all that money that you're saving, you can reinvest and buy more games with it. I, it's just a good deal. I don't see what the the hate is for zero percent and you're getting like uh xbox live you're getting game pass you're getting the xbox one s or the xbox one x whatever you choose how can you go wrong with this like literally what is so wrong about this it's better than a lot of people spending the money up front that don't have it to have to choose between like different things in life like bills car payment grocery shopping etc etc but at $35 for an Xbox One X, that's very affordable. That's like not eating out twice a month. And a lot of people can put that in their budget. So I, it's great, man. I don't see any losing points of this whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good points there for sure because, you know, people can budget for this kind of stuff easily. Like, you get cell phone plans. I mean, I don't know for our international audience. I know cell phone plans are uh, a lot different around the world because you know, I've done some world traveling recently and have discovered how uh, how cell phone service works abroad. It's not exactly how it is in the U.S. So uh, for better and for worse, some companies pay uh, – some countries, I should say, pay so little for their cell phone service. I'm so jealous. But over here in the U.S., you know, a lot of plans on on good providers, you know, um, you know, you're paying like 80 bucks a month if you're by yourself, 70, you know. Um, so that's something that you really do have to budget for, you know, your electricity bill, your gas bill, all that stuff. This is, you know, 35 bucks. This is like, you know, like Clown said, you, you budget, you budget that out. You know, for some people, that's eating out once a month. You know, that's not eating out for once a month. For some people, it's twice a month. You know, it's it's something that's easy to to budget for, and it's and it's zero percent financing. There's no interest. You're not paying more. In fact, um, and I didn't even realize this until I did out the math a little bit. But in fact, you're paying less uh, for what that would cost over the the, the course of two years. Granted, you know, systems may see a price drop 
Um, but nonetheless, if you if you're looking at it, you know, price now. If you if you're not looking at the future, you're just looking at the price of what it would be. Um, it, it's actually cheaper if you if you do it out. I don't remember the exact numbers, but I know somebody probably knows it. Um, but yeah, I mean. I know somebody, uh, somebody like Assassin who's always pinching pennies, right? Uh, this is a good deal for you, no? Um, I mean, I, I, you know, I always had like a bunch of, you know, always had a constant flow of money. Then yeah, I would definitely be doing that. I mean, it's uh, you're getting you know live and Game Pass. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, you're getting like games like Forza Horizon 4 day one, so you don't have to you know plan on getting those games. You just have to plan on you know what you know getting that money to Microsoft and then all those games that you want to get. And who knows? Maybe if some people that maybe don't play games will do this, you'll get some bad kids on the enemy team, and you can just destroy them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a win-win for everyone. Mm-hmm. You get to kill some bad kids, and you. You know, everyone is, you know, playing. All yeah. that matters. Yeah, and, and you know, what what matters here to Microsoft, obviously, the end game is getting these things into the hands of more people. And it's not the Xbox One S. The Xbox One S deal, I feel like they just, like, added that on and said, you know, um, like, we have this option, too, because they didn't want to, you know, push the Xbox One X necessarily, but... The real meat and potatoes of this is, is I think, in my opinion, and correct me, uh, you know, argue this if you want, guys, uh, but if you don't agree, but the Xbox One X, I think, is really the push because that's what people complain about. It's like, oh, it's 500 bucks. Like, it's too much for a gaming system. Like, you know, look at the when the PlayStation 3 launched, like 599 US dollars. Everyone remembers that still because of how fucking expensive it is. And same thing with this, with the X. I mean, it's cheaper, obviously, and the hardware is at the top end, but nonetheless, like, people don't want to spend 500 bucks. So, you know, this is what the financing plan's for, for people who can't necessarily drop you know, 500 plus 240 plus 120 right at the get-go. And, um, you know, it's it's an option. You know, I probably won't do it because, you know, the only negative, I'm going to play both sides of the coin here, the, the, the one, one negative thing is that it does go in your credit report. So um, it does count as kind of like a, you know, like a loan, like a, like an, like a debt, you know, so... Uh, that could lower people's credit if you're, you know, if you're not careful, you don't know where your credit stands and whatnot. You, that could damage your credit a little bit until you pay it off. Um, it could also be beneficial for your credit. It, it, you know, it, it really matters on a on a case by case basis. Um, I mean, I don't know people in the chat. So I'm just looking at the chat right now and seeing some nonsense because you know Xbox saying that the Red Dragon says use a zero interest credit card and people are talking about zero interest credit cards. At least in the U.S., there is no such thing as a zero-interest credit card. Like, that does not exist. And if there does, please email me and send it to me because I want that. But I probably will not get an yeah. email because it just does not exist unless it's an intro offer. Only, Yeah, intro offer. Like, Discover, I think, has an intro offer of, like, 14 months at 0%. I think Bank America has, like, a 12 months at 0%. But you know what, though? With this Dell offer at 0%, so you're buying in to xbox to open up your dell line let's say that you don't have a dell line yet so you do this to get your dell line and then with dell a lot what a lot of people don't realize that if you pay six months on time with dell uh and you keep a good credit with them a lot of times they'll auto raise your line uh so you may go from like a you know 700 dollars line 
up to like a $2,800 line in six months, depending on how you treat your credit. So this is, this could be usually beneficial to people looking to build up their credit or students that don't have credit. I mean, this is an opportunity and you just got to take it on a personal level and, and be responsible with it, but it's a great deal. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely true. And Boogie was kind of saying that in the chat too. And it, and it can work on both sides of the coin because like you said, young people with low credit, with little credit, with what they call immature credit, um, you know, you can use this as proof and say, you know, I've got a two, I've got a two year loan here, essentially a two year interest plan, uh, financing plan, and I'm going to pay this off. And if you pay it off completely and at the end, you don't, you know, you're not delinquent or anything, um, you know, that shows creditors that they can trust you and that will significantly, uh, boost young immature credit but you know if you do take this out and you don't make a payment you miss a payment whatever you know that can be devastating to it's a credit it's a credit um bureaus especially because it is only 34.99 a month it's not like a car payment it's not like a mortgage you know it's this is like you know it, it works on both sides you have to make sure you're diligent on this but like we already discussed it is affordable and it's an option for people um some may argue you know, uh, Go ahead. Another thing, Inferno, that I want to say, because you and your brother actually talk about these deals a lot, but like you get those Dell cashback rewards deals. Um, if you have Dell financing, a lot of times, like if you buy certain things, like sometimes, like even on their website, they say like $72 cashback Dell rewards or $25 cashback Dell rewards. So if you're responsible with your Dell line, um, you know, in just two or three months, you may actually be able to buy a game off Dell Rewards, like for 60 bucks. I got a $100 Xbox card from Dell Rewards just from using credit responsibly on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. And, you know, tr yeah, trust goes beyond increasing your credit line. Um, you know, Jizzle says in the chat, Capital One raised my credit line by 5000 after like a week. Yeah, I mean, you need to prove to these companies, these companies are taking a risk on you. And Microsoft is taking a big risk on this. Like, don't think that Microsoft is getting out scotch-free on this and that they're just going to make a ton of money off this because they are giving you a piece of hardware that they get for $500 and they're giving you two services that equal in total, uh, what, like 360 bucks over two years. They're giving you that for nothing. You put nothing down. Like, you literally just walk out. This is a 0% financing. Uh, this is a 0% financing, zero down you know, this is literally you walk in, you sign a piece of paper, and you walk out with an Xbox with 130 plus games and on Games Pass and online gaming plus access to discounts plus all the other benefits of, of Xbox Live Gold. So it's like both sides are taking a risk, but um, you have a lot to gain if you do this. Uh, you also have a lot to lose, so you have to you have to pay attention. Uh, but people saying, you know, just put on a 0% credit card, like not everyone can just apply for a 0% credit card in intro offer and get it. Like not everybody's in that situation. And also if you miss a payment on one of those cards, like, and, and you get to the end of that financing period, uh, and you don't pay off your credit, like you are screwed. I know people who've done that and have done the intro offers and they miss, uh, paying off that balance by a minuscule amount. Like they missed it by like 120 bucks, something like that. Like, you know, way less than their paycheck, you know? And, um, and you know, because they didn't pay it off in time, they got interest all the way back to the start and their credit score took a huge hit. So, because they didn't pay attention. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay attention. Um, let me see. Let me see what's going on. 
Boogie says in the chat, um, Boogie0208 says, do you know how good of a credit score you need to have a 0% credit? Yeah. Those intro offers aren't available to just you know every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Like They're available, but you need to open a new credit line. You need to you know, hit goals, you know, there's other contingencies. This is literally just walk in, sign a piece of paper. If you hit like, I don't know what the credit score is going to be, but it's probably like somewhere in the 600s. If you have that, like maybe low 600s, then you're fine. You'll get this. Um, Stick figure says all access is getting so much attention. Good and bad. Don't see if it's such a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal in the, in, in gaming because like people don't usually do this, but you know, Microsoft has come up with a, with a with a good way to satisfy everyone really i mean if you don't like it just buy it outright and who cares like stop trashing it jesus um well what we should not learn from microsoft is they love to give us options like this is just another option you know to get a console so yeah yeah I mean, maybe in the future we'll get different options that maybe people won't complain as much who knows yeah, and somebody said, um, let me scroll up and find it, because I can't remember exactly who said it, because the chat's moving kind of quick. Um, oh, Piro Dusa said, if Sony did it, no one would have a problem. Well, Sony has done something like this. I mean, they had a Sony credit card. I, I don't know if that still exists, but Sony has a credit card. GameStop has a credit it card. Does. Like company, These companies still have credit it cards. It still exists. And Sony doesn't offer you 0% financing. Sony will hit you with huge financing if you don't pay it off. Like... So it's not like it's not like Microsoft by offering some sort of financing here through Dell, by the way, like Clowns mentioned. It's not even like Microsoft financing. It's Dell, uh, you know, reputable credit, uh, a company that offers credit to a lot of people. And, you know, it's not like, you know, it's just some Joe Schmo who's never done credit before. Like it, Sony has done this with a credit card. So no one I mean, we were shitting on Sony for doing it, but. Um, and people who got that, but there are people who got it and had no problem with it. And it didn't get this kind of attention because hate to admit it, but it's true. It's because it was Sony, you know, uh, you know, if Microsoft released a credit card, they'd be fucked. I mean, they, people would shit all over them, dude. I think there's a lot of PC elitists that, that have used Dell financing to get themselves into a gaming PC and then build up the PC they bought. So I don't know why it's such a big deal just because it's Xbox. I mean, a lot of people in the PC community use Dell. I'm surprised, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that one person on Twitter didn't bring that up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, people finance things left, right, and center. So I don't know why all of a sudden, like, we're we're financing an Xbox with like, with games of gold and Games Pass. I don't understand why. You know, all of a sudden, you know, that's a huge deal. Microsoft's desperate, this, that, and the other thing. Like, yeah, does Microsoft want to capture a bigger audience because of this? Yes. But what company doesn't want to capture a bigger audience? Like, it's it's silly. It's just silly, to be honest. And, you know, on the flip side, people will say, well, if you can't afford an Xbox One, you shouldn't have one. Like, if you have to finance it, you shouldn't have one. But then again, like... This isn't necessarily for somebody who's making like 30, you know, 35, 40, 45 above, you know, it's not somebody who makes, you know, a decent wage, you know, it's not somebody who, who's out there and is like a mechanical engineer or whatever. It's, it's like for the Tom, Dick and Harry's that are having a problem. They, they want to get an Xbox One X. They want the latest in the hardware. They want the latest and greatest. And, you know, it, it's in Xbox, right? It's just like cell phone marketing. It's just like cell phone marketing. How many... How many Joe Schmoes who are out there who are poor as fuck, no offense to anyone, but it's true, how many people are out there poor as fuck that have an iPhone X? You know what I mean? Like, how many people you see out there that, you know, don't make a lot of money, 
Like a living paycheck to paycheck and they're rocking a fucking a Galaxy Note 9. You know what I mean? It's the same exact thing. It's the same thing. Or or think about what if you're like a parent, you're working like three jobs and your kid wants an Xbox, but you can't afford it. And you have an option now to get an S or an X to give to your son or daughter or what you know, whoever. You know, and make them happy for the birthday or Christmas. Right. Right. There's nothing, there's nothing, exactly, there's nothing, that's an awesome point, because I haven't heard anyone say that. It's like, there's nothing also preventing you from financing it and giving your kid, like, a really awesome present. Like, you're buying them other things, you're buying them, like, you know, Johnny Bravo action figures or whatever the hell you're buying kids these days and like Pokemon and shit and then you give them an Xbox One X and they're like oh my god like I got an Xbox One X this is the coolest blah, blah, blah. thank you so much and they can play online and they get access to like 130 games right out of the gate and you know you don't have to uh, you know y- there's nothing that's saying that you can't gift this to someone that's an awesome point it's a good point um, one more thing before we get off this topic, because this has been going on for, you know, honestly, I, I hate it because we're perpetuating the problem by talking about this, but it's kind of an important thing to talk about. Um, P. Rowe Dusa says in the chat, I don't even see it as financing Xbox. I look at it as live in Game Pass more. Let's say you get $50 worth of games every two months for two years. That's 1200 bucks. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You got 130 games. And with Games Pass, you're getting the latest Xbox titles. You're getting Forza Horizon 4. You're getting State of Decay 2. You're getting tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, two days. You're getting Master Chief Collection, which has the entire, almost the entire Halo franchise um, prior to Halo 5. And it is an incredible collection. We'll talk about that in a little bit because just got an important update. Um, you know, you're getting Gears of War 4. You're getting Sea of Thieves. You're getting everything day of. Um, and we'll talk about what was added. Uh, let's let's just bring that up now. I mean, let's just bring that up now with Games Pass. Um, so it's, they just added, for September, they just announced all these games they're adding. I mean, look at these fucking games, dude. Like, look at these games that you're getting as part of Games Pass and as part of this Xbox All Access. You're getting the Master Chief Collection, like I said, Snake Pass, which was my favorite indie game from last year. Bar none. That was an incredible indie game. I love that game. You're getting Onrush, which is, like, universally accepted as an awesome game. You're getting Shadow Warrior. Awesome game. You're getting Quantum Break. You know, some people think it's awesome. Some people think it isn't. Um, you know, I think it's pretty good. I didn't finish it, but, um, you know, you, you, can't, you can't go wrong with Remedy titles, in my opinion. Um, I mean, you're getting Skyforce. That game's awesome. You're getting... Um, some of these other ones I don't really know, but Jonas Sisters is good. I mean, Jonas Sisters, you know, decent platformer. I like that. Um, so uh, let's talk about this real quick. What do you guys um, think of the the new Games Pass selection in September? I thought they were all right. Um, I didn't know, like, maybe half of them or whatever, but the Master Chief Collection, I mean, you could put so many hours into that game. Just and um, I mean we'll get into the you know later on with the game, but I mean you can you don't have to install the whole game you know the, now and it, it's nice for hard drive space. Um, Quantum Break, I mean that that game will eat, eat up your hard drive if you don't have good internet uh, with the uh, the TV episodes. But it's a great game, easy achievements. I recommend it. Yep. Clowns, clowns, what are you thinking on this? Good month. 
I, I think uh, for Game Pass, I think it's it's pretty cool. I mean, Snake Pass got a lot of great reviews. As oh an my god, game. awesome! I mean, yep, Sky Force is a lot of fun. It reminds me of like the old uh, Battlefield nineteen forty two game from the NES a little bit. Onrush has gotten praise in the community. Uh, even Shadow Warrior was a lot of fun for people when it came out. Um, and, you know, for me, a lot of people may disagree with me, but I like the story in Manual Samuel, even though the gameplay mechanics are pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. I like the story in it. I think it's it's funny. And uh, Avon Colony, I can't wait to try that. I was actually going to buy it, but now I could just play it for free because I have Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great. And yep. before anybody says, oh, Clowns, we have to pay Game Pass monthly, well, me and Assassin Game Sharing, he has it, so. Right. Right, so if you're game sharing, it's really like $5 monthly if you were to go that route, or, you know, just like with other game sharing, like you buy this, I buy that, you know, work out agreements, and, um, you know, Games Pass, I think, is a great value, and I think this month is a killer month for editions. I think anyone downplaying this month's editions, like, you're either a huge fanboy on the other side, or you're on crack or something, because... This this is a very very good month I think. Um, there's a lot of lot of really good playable content here, and I was serious when I thought Snake Pass was. Um, I think it came out last year, in Marchish. Let me double check that. Was that two years ago at this point? No, it was last year. Yeah, it was March, last year. March 2017. I, we saw that at uh, at PAX. That game looked incredible. I reviewed that for Four Guys a Quarter's website. That game is excellent. If you haven't played that game, you should. It's it's a little frustrating, um, but in terms of puzzle platforming, um, it, it is excellent. Ma- uh, Master Chief Collection, Evil Earn just said he wants to play Master Chief Collection. Um, let's uh, you know, let's get into that right now, actually. Master Chief Collection just got the 4K60 HDR update. Like, it, major improvements. Uh, a lot of people will say, you know, it's it's not that big of an improvement. You know, watch it on a 4K TV. People are watching YouTube videos on, like, their laptops, on their phones, on their iPads, and they're seeing the comparison videos, and they're downplaying the way it looks. Like, you have to watch it in a 4K TV on a bigger TV. Like, you know, a 1080p, like, 7-inch TV versus a 4K 7-inch TV is going to look a lot, like, really similar. You're not going to be able to see a lot of the difference. Um, so, um... I don't know if you guys checked this out, Assassin. I know you uh, you played a little bit of it. What did you uh, What did you think of the updates? Uh, well, so I played a little Halo C, like very little amount. I meant to hit Halo Two, but I started CE, and I mean it. It looks good. I mean, it's a really old game, so I mean, I I forgot how it looked before, so I can't like really. Say, oh my god, so much better than, you know, it was like five days ago. But uh, for Halo 2, like, I mean, the cuts, like, cause the cutscenes in that, that uh, game made by uh, Blur, who do Halo Wars 2, are just so good. Mm-hmm. Like, they can make a movie. And Halo Wars 2, and the, or not Halo Wars 2, Halo 2, uh, the cutscenes still look, I think, even better. Um, because obviously the the update, mm-hmm. but uh, actually playing the just for a little bit because uh, it was late. Uh, it, it it still looks really good. I can't wait to re- replay the game again. Yeah, dude. Remember when we did that like 
from one to four, like straight through, like for a few days there, and we were just like it, running through that yeah, shit. We yeah. we need it now. Now they updated it. I feel I feel the need to do it again. I feel the itch. I feel the itch. Yeah, we have to uh, replay the last level on Halo CE because you got disconnected right. Wow! At the end. I can't believe you just brought that up. <laughs> I can't believe you just referenced that. Oh my we, god! What? How long do we spend? Like two hours trying to get the warthog to the finish line? Oh my god, and you dude! Disconnected right at the cutscene. Dude, that that last level on Legendary sucks. And then, of course, disconnected from host on the cutscene, didn't get the achievement. Fucking A, dude. I was starting to forget about that, and of course you gotta bring it up, dude. I'm gonna cry in my sleep tonight. Oh, man. Um, Clowns, what do you think? This uh, I don't know if you checked that out or not, but if you didn't, you know, what, what do you think of the updates what do you, what have you, uh, for stuff you read, at least? I, th- I think it's great fan service. I mean, they're really listening to fans, and they really want to keep working on something even though it's so many years old and so far gone you know what i mean it's they keep going back to their own stuff and improving it how can you lose when you have a company that loves their own work yep oh yeah yep yep because this came out you know for people that remember this this thing came out it was an absolute disaster a lot of it was matchmaking you know the games look good ran well um you know 60 fps you know buttery smooth good graphics um but, you know, matchmaking was a disaster, and now part of this update, I, I know I say uh, in this slide here, 4K 60 HDR update, but um, huge improvements in matchmaking, uh, huge dedication by the team to kind of stick with this after, what, four years at this point, almost? Wow, we're getting old. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, huge matchmaking improvements. Raxel in the YouTube chat is saying... Halo 4 Online, smooth as silk on the X. I'm going to have to check that out tonight, probably. Um, that update is hefty, though, so get ready for, like, a 75-gig update, right, Assassin? Something like that? Yeah, on the X, yeah, it's pretty uh, big. Absurd, yeah. But speaking of which, you can, uh, like, if you love Halo CU campaign, but you hate the multiplayer, and you just like the multiplayer and hate the campaign Halo 2, you can, like... You know, uninstall those parts. I think that's really nice. I wish, uh, you know, bigger games like Call of Duty or Battlefield would do that. Yeah. The yep. limit, you know, the hard drive space. Yeah, really nice feature. Really nice feature. And that's something that they've done on PlayStation before that I really appreciate on PlayStation when it says, like, what do you want to play first, the multiplayer or single player? And it'll let you uh, select that. I know a few, a couple, I think a couple of games have done that on Xbox, maybe like a Call of Duty here or there has done that maybe I, I can't remember which but like on playstation i i feel like a lot a few more games do that and i really appreciated that about that platform and now you know having it on halo mass chief collection being such a huge dense uh game and update like with a lot of different games in in and of itself you know i think that um huge huge feature that a lot of people aren't talking about but good point there um Really quick, want to go to the YouTube chat here to uh, mention what people are saying. Um, Raxel says, or Evil Earn says, you know, he wants to play MCC, and Daz responds to that by saying, I've got it in 4K, and it's pure sex, bro. That's literally what he said. So I, I don't know if it's wow. pure sex, but I mean, very, very close second, uh, probably. Um,. Predator talks about our next topic, which is funny games pass is good, but games with gold sucks next month. He thinks it'll flip-flop. We're going to get into that in a second because I have something to say about that that I'm not too happy with Microsoft about. 
um, and kind of something I think we've talked about before in the podcast. I think Clowns has brought up in the past, but um, something that I'm not really happy about Microsoft about. Um, let me see. Oh, Xbox, the the uh, resident Halo Halo uh, fan here says. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection looks great, matchmaking a lot quicker, but in the end, the gameplay just feels dated in multiplayer. And that is, uh, that's one of the things. It's kind of like a too little, too late complex, you know? Um, like Clowns was saying, you know, uh, great fan service, you know, people who are diehards of the old series absolutely love it. But, uh, you know, in the end, you know, sometimes you play, uh, you know, especially the first couple of Halos, you play it and you're kind of like, oh, wow, this is, you know. This is this is showing its showing its time period here, and um, you know it's not something you necessarily you know with with common shooters uh, of today. It's not something you go back to and and you know revisit every single night. You know it's not like one of those multiplayer games anymore. I don't think, which sucks. And if it had released like this from the get go, I think it would have totally taken off. But um, anything else from you? You guys have anything else to say about this or? Hopefully they add reach. I know they like not really hinted at it, but like in their blog posts, they're like, "We hear that you know everyone wants reach and whatever." Like I, I hope they add that game. I think it would be perfect to you know just put all the the old Halos together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, that rumor's been floating around, like, forever. I feel like they should just get that over with because I think people are just expecting Like, that rumor floats around so much now, I feel like people just expect it, you know? That's that's the thing with rumors yeah. like that. Like, when, when people are perpetuating that rumor over and over and over and that it doesn't come, you're like, oh, shit. Like, that, when Rise was rumored, remember when Rise was rumored to come to Games of Gold and, like, month after month after month it just didn't and people were like, what the fuck? Like, where is Rise now? You know, people are getting upset. And it was just a rumor, like, you know, who are you to expect that, you know? Um, I just wanted to push out, you know, the 4K, 60 HDR, you know, to the the game first, then push out, like, a new game. And then, you know, because they would have to, you know, make reach for the, you know, the past MCC. And then they would have to update it because, you know, they can't just push... You know when you know the the new version now because it probably wouldn't work with the old version, so it would just be a mess. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Well, I'm I'm sure I'm sure we're gonna see that. I'd be shocked if if that didn't if that didn't come about. But um, as for what's currently in there, I think this is a huge deal and. You know, I I'm gonna go back to it and at least play the single player, which you know for the old game still still hold up pretty well. Like Master Chief Collection, uh, Halo, like CE, the original, like I still think that that holds up pretty well. And you know, especially in co-op, I think that's really good. So, um, that is that on Halo Master Chief Collection. Now into this topic, which is buttering my biscuit. No, that's pro- I'm probably using that wrong. Um, but anyway, games of gold versus PlayStation Plus. Now, I think you guys will all, will both agree with me here. But the games of gold this month are trash. Um, are like utter trash. And Raxel says it's time to get rid of the 360 games from games of gold. And I agree with that on some regard, but I also think that um, you know there are a lot of good 360 games that aren't that aren't available 
uh, yet as part of games of gold or haven't been available as games of gold. And I think that there are still good ones that can be can be put out there. But, um, you know, I don't think that's necessarily a hindrance. Like, I don't think that necessarily was the reason why games of gold sucked this month. Like, I actually think, and guys, I want your opinion on this. Um, I think the 360 games are vastly superior to what's on the Xbox One uh, for games of gold for September, wouldn't you say? I think the only game that is good in the, this lineup, now it could be a little biased here, is uh, Lego Star Wars uh, 3 or whatever it's called. I think that's the best offer they have. Everything else is could just be thrown out. Wow. Dude, that Sega yeah. collection's good. I'm with, ass- I'm with Assassin on this, man. Really? Wow. Yep. Let me see, because sometimes they like kind of sneak a game in there every once in a while. Dude, that vintage collection, right? So that vintage collection, what does that have in it? That has, um, what does that have? Uh, I'm a, I'm a sucker for vintage shit, but if I don't know any of the games, I didn't I actually didn't look into what's in that in that collection. Oh, Monster World Four, uh, Wonder Boy, which Wonder Boy is excellent. Um, in Wonder Boy in a Monster World, uh, in a Monster Land, um, I mean, am I going to play those realistically? Probably not. Um, you know, the Lego, the Lego Star Wars 3, like, I'm, I'm definitely going to download that without question. I think that's definitely the star. I think you guys are right on that. Um, um, Piro Deuces says none of those games are bad, just indie. No, I, I, that's, that's true. I mean... Um, you know, it's not, it's not like, it's not like, you know, if they put indie games out, you know, I don't have anything against that. It doesn't need to be, you know, some people say, oh, they need to be all AAA games. I have nothing against that. Um, but you know, it, that would be something different if they released that collection of indies with like what PlayStation's offering, you know, um, versus like throwing that in there with like live lock and prison architect, you know, like, it's just like, Jesus, um, like Jizzle says, he bought Live Lock because he looked really promising. But I mean, the game is not stable. Like the game is is trash. Like I think they're just giving that away because it's easy, you know. And that's what sucks because Games of Gold is so much worse lately. I think than games, than um, than the uh, Games Pass games. And I think it's like incentivizing people to just buy Games Pass, which is kind of shady in my opinion. I think it's like backdoor incentivizing games pass which fine you want people to subscribe to game pass that's cool but like give us the quality we've been expecting on games of gold like I... yeah, but we just came off of a good well we're still going on but you know we just no, came so... off of a good month yeah no i agree with that i i think last month was excellent so, but like yeah, so I, I feel like anything that would stay up to this month would be pretty bad i mean this is or september is a pretty bad month um, for you know offerings, at least for me. But I mean, we we did just have a good month, so I, I feel like that Game Pass is ruining games gold. I don't think is a. I mean, you could. There's still an argument with it, but I think you know after a month we just had, it shouldn't be, you know, an argument at the moment. Yeah, I mean, but that could just be me. No, no, no. I listen a lot. Maybe, maybe when I just said that, I came off as like a little bit of a whiny baby because last month was very good, but, um, you know, it's like, 
like for example, Snake Pass, right? So Snake Pass they threw in a games of gold, but I mean, um, sorry, Game Pass. Snake Pass is in Game Pass. Wow. Um, but with games of gold, right? Like if you'd thrown Snake Pass in there instead of Live Lock, like I'd be like, okay, this is a decent month. Like, all right, fine. You know, Prison Architect, not my thing, but you know, I, you know, some people are into that. Instead, they throw in like buggy shit, and that's what annoys me. Like I, I know on a on a like month to month basis, it's not always that Games Pass is better. So like, Assassin, I do agree with you on that, but like, you know, it, it's like. If you can make it for free in Games Pass, why can't you throw one of those good games into Games of Gold? You know what I mean? And satisfy the people that, you know, see both sides of the coin. It's like it's like you see both of them and you think to yourself, like, oh, this one looks so much worse next to that. But, like, if this Games of Gold came out and there was no Games Pass, would you think it was that bad? I still would. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still think it would be bad. But it's even worse, like, when I'm looking at Games games Pass and I see some of those games, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, they got, you know, Games Pass is like a Snake Pass, you know, uh, Quantum Break. Like, obviously, I don't think they would make Quantum Break free anytime soon, but, you know, there are so many good quality games in Game Pass, and then you see Games of Gold and you're just like, oh, man, like, last month was great, and then you give us this, like, you know, they had a hard, they had a hard, like, uh, ceiling to to stay at with last month's games, I thought, you know, I thought last month's games were excellent, but or this month, I should say, but, um, man, don't come at me with this, you know? Yeah. We look at the PlayStation plus game. Sorry, I was muted. Um, we look at the PlayStation plus games. You get destiny two. Okay. Which We'll get into that. In a, we'll get. We'll get into. The, we'll get into that in a second because that's also shady, in my opinion. And if you have got a War th- uh, Three Remastered, which is excellent, like flat out excellent. Old game, yes, okay. Remaster of an old game, but it's a great remaster. The game is excellent. Um. Um. So, like, you look over a PlayStation, and you're like, holy shit! Like, I just got. I'm getting two AAA titles here. Um, you know, uh, ga- let me look up right now what, what God of War Remastered is going for. God of War 3 Remastered. How much can you get that for these days? It's probably like 20 20 bucks, wow. right? Yeah, 20 bucks. 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Somebody's got it for 30 20 Like, it's, it's right around 20 So, in reality, it's not like a huge cash value, but that game is excellent, you know? Destiny 2, another one that doesn't have a lot of cash value, but Perception is that that is a huge AAA title that is getting increasingly popular as of late because of a DLC that's coming up, right, Clowns? <laughs> that they want you to buy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a sucker you in, man. That's all it is. Sucker you in, get you hooked on the base game so that you can buy the whole new expansion for 60 hard-working dollars. Yeah. And I put out a tweet, I put out a tweet the other day that was like, you know, everyone's got an agenda and people thought I was just like talking shit about PlayStation and uh, I got some DMs like, you know, Xbox does this too with Games Pass. Okay, fine. Yeah, they do with Games Pass. It's true. I I totally agree. Um, You know, they do that with a lot of Games Pass games, but Games Pass games, you know, aren't necessarily games that have a huge DLC coming out soon. You know what I mean? It's like, 
it's like that that's why I think it's shady. Like, is it perfectly acceptable? Yeah, it's it's cool. Like it's even cool. Like I think offering Destiny two to everyone is is a cool thing because I think you know, uh, there is still a lot of intrigue in that, and that is a pretty recent game. Like, that game isn't even that old, if you think about it. Um, it's not even a year old. It's not even a year old. That game came out, what, November, uh, September of uh, 2017. It's not even a year old as of this moment. Like, it is the newer... It's not even Destiny 1, dude. It's not even like, oh, we're giving away Destiny 1 so you can go back and play that through uh, for whatever reason. It's Destiny 2. It's the latest one. So the perception is that you know, it's a huge cash value. Now, recently, Destiny 2 has been offered for extremely cheap because PlayStation, uh, because Sony has, um, you know, obviously Sony's got a got a piece of the pie here. Sony is is willing to let Activision kind of do this kind of thing. And like you were saying, uh, Assassin and Party Chat, or on the DMs, I can't remember, that, you know, they did the same thing with Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Like, they're looking for people to... To potentially buy the DLC, they're they're able to offer like high level Activision games because of Sony's position right now, right? Yeah, and I, Activision like I've gave them shit for their greediness. Like, Black Ops Three went free, so so they could release a map pack that you can only get for digital pre order. Black Ops Four, um, Destiny Two probably went free, so everyone can. You know, play the game, and then the DLC is going to come out. They're going to not be able to do certain things because the DLC is going to take over, and then they're going to have to spend sixty plus dollars to you know buy the new DLC because you have to have the old DLC to get the new DLC. So you're pretty much buying the game. So you're pretty much just if you are buying the DLC, you're pretty much just getting God of War for free, not Destiny. Right. Right, I mean, look, I want in, in the chat. You know, Shin uh, Shiz New Elite makes a good point, and I agree with it completely because, I uh, you know, I don't want it to look like we're shitting on Games of Gold as a service. Like Games of Gold as a service is cool, and you know, it is free. So like, you don't want to. You got to be careful with shitting on something that's free because it's like you have the option to download it or not. It's not like you know it's directly harming you or whatever, but like. You look at, like, to even take into consideration what Assassin just said, you just look at perception. You look at, you know, one side of the coin. Destiny 2, AAA. God of War, AAA. You know, wh- whether or not in Destiny 2 there re- really is a lot of value without a lot of the DLCs, like, that is your personal opinion. That is, you know, I, I feel like that is that is a point that you're going to have to, you know, decide on yourself and-, and see if it's value to you because it could be no value. You know, if Destiny 2, if you're getting Destiny 2 and you're just playing through, you know, Destiny 2 Vanilla without any of the downloadable content a year later, like, you know, for some people that's not, that's absolutely not worth it. It's like, why would you even give me that? You know, what what I'm going to get is outdated, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, it's just a perception, you know, it's just a perception. It's another thing for people to shit on Microsoft for. And, you know... Um, you know, some months PlayStation Plus is way worse than games of gold, like last month. And, um, you know, it's the perception there, too. It's the perception there, too. And it's and it sucks for both sides. But, like, one thing I want to ask you guys, do you guys think that, like, these companies know of the plans that other people are doing? Because, like, for instance, you know... Uh, I don't think necessarily that like companies are unaware of what games could go for free. You know what I mean? Like, 
Do you think this having Destiny two and God of War three be free like blindsided Microsoft because they never thought that those games could go for free, or do you think like last month when For Honor was free, do you think PlayStation was Sony was like, oh my god, I had no idea that you know they would potentially do that? Like we're fucked, you know, like we're behind the eight ball. Like, do you think the companies know what's kind of like out there and could be possibly included in something like this? I think in a way they sort of know, like. For instance, like let's just say, for honor, like we 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 have that free now. Like if you know, Sony's like you know sends an email to Ubisoft or Ubisoft sends it to Sony, or you know, wanting four hundred be free, and they pick uh, August, they'll probably say no, you know, because they might say because Xbox, you know, is getting it, or you know, PlayStation's getting it. If it's the other way around, so I think they somewhat know. I don't think they know exactly every single game for every single month in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's just those, so they don't overlap if they, you know, they do do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I agree with that. Um, I think I think there's a little bit of um, not understanding, but I think kind of like people know what's out there. Like the the higher ups know kind of what's out there and. Like it would be, I think it would. I don't know if it would be a disaster if both services offered the same game for game, you know, for a free game. I don't think it would be that big of a deal, you know. Um, and to be fair, I don't know how many people really like analyze like PlayStation Plus versus Games of Gold. Like, unfortunately, as parts of the gaming community we're part of, like that's something that we kind of do. Um, which, you know, it's for me. It's just perception. It's not like who won. It's not like a console war kind of thing. It's just perception, but. Um, I think that, um, I think that there is like a kind of a knowledge on what's gonna, on what's going to be out there, you know, or what, oh, what could possibly be out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, that'll be quick, but who knows? Maybe like Phil Spencer and someone at PlayStation uh, meet up every like month or once or twice, you know, a year have a dart full of, you know, dart thing full of <laughs> games, and they just they just throw it and be like, okay, this is going to be October's. Oh, Snake Pass. Okay, you can't, now you can't have Snake Pass. They remove it. Oh, man, I wanted Snake Pass for October. Fuck. Phil? Yeah. Or they, they just do a drinking game. Like, whoever, you know, loses, you know, I, you know can't pick a, a, a good game for that month, and that's why... Maybe Phil lost for September. You know, he lost that drinking game. So now we get shit. That's it, Phil. You're stuck with Live Lock. <laughs> like, can you imagine? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. What were you going to say, Clowns? I mean, yeah, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. These guys in the industry, they know what their, you know, competitors are up to. And I'm sure they have sources and rumors that go around. But for Xbox and Microsoft, I don't think they could care that much about Destiny 2 going free uh, for PS Plus. I mean, they know that PlayStation has the exclusive with Bungie. And, I mean, let's just be honest here. That game has taken a dive in value, the base game. And it was losing its fan base. So why would Microsoft even care that Destiny 2 went free on PS Plus? I mean, God of War... Three remasters, that's a good one, but the Destiny Two, uh, I don't know. Well they that's care just as bad as Live Lock. Well they care because like I well, I guess time will tell and maybe, you know, they've they've 
analyzed it and properly, maybe they don't actually know. But, uh, you know, uh, it, like like we like we said, like you said, like it just leads to potential revenue uh, of the DLC, and people will be more convinced. It's like the Fortnite thing, right? It's like any free to play game. It's like, oh, I got the game for free, so now I can be very easily convinced of uh, of spending some money. Like, I don't know if people are going to do that with Destiny. I don't know if people are willing to spend. You know, uh, what is it? Is it going to be sixty bucks for this Forsaken thing? Or I can't remember what the price. Well, is. Well, it's forty, but you need you need to have the first two DLCs, which I think the pass right now is twenty bucks. Oh, okay. So it's going to equal sixty. So, I mean, you, you know, you buy the collection or you buy them separately, but you're pretty much spending sixty no matter what. Right. Right. But right. if you don't have PlayStation Plus, I mean, you can't play the game, but you don't own the game then. So you lose the rights to play in the game if you know you don't have PlayStation Plus, but the game is useless without PlayStation Plus, like I said. Right, right. Yep, yep. So yeah, yeah I mean, it, yeah, it's I, I I think it's really bad for both, uh, with the exception of the God of War and the Lego Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, Destiny's one of those games that it's not for everyone, like. You know, sometimes, like, LEGO Star Wars 3, for instance, like, I think that's a game for everyone. Like, some people, I guess, actually hate the LEGO games, but that's a genre and a, and a subject matter that I think is kind of for the average gamer. Uh, Destiny 2, yeah, it's an FPS, and, you know, Destiny, you got to give it to Bungie. Destiny, you know, gun mechanics are excellent in a game like that. Um, but, you know, uh, in terms of grinding, in terms of, um, you know, the MMO elements, uh, or, yeah um you know not necessarily for everyone so um i thought i said that wrong but i did not that's why i paused there but um piro deuces says the logistics of getting rid of games gold is hard i mean how much would they have to refund um yeah i mean i don't i don't know like and predator mentioned earlier it's that's a response to predator because he says get rid of games gold and include games pass with a live subscription like I don't think that's a terribly bad idea, but at the same time, I think, um, I think that in 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 turn, you know, games of gold would just be absorbed. You just wouldn't know that. You know, it's not like if you did that and got rid of games of gold. Like I think games of gold would just be a part of Games Pass anyway. You know, it's kind of like the same thing. It's like one, uh, you know, <laughs> one you get free games if you have. Um, you know, if you have gold, the other you get free games. Whoa, a lot of barking. Um, the the next you get free games if you if you have Games Pass. So I don't I don't I don't know I don't know. That would, well, that would technically, be with Game Pass, like yes, you're getting free games, but you're technically paying. You know, for those the 360 games of games of gold, you get to keep even if you lose game or not Game Pass gold. Uh, I know the Xbox One games if you lose gold, you can't play them, but. I mean, pretty much you're paying for, you know, free games either way. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. In the, I mean, you're paying for it. I mean, nothing's free, right? I mean, nothing's free. That my father told me that at a very young age. Everything in life, you know, nothing's free. You know, with a very, with the exception of very little, nothing. I mean, and, and the same thing with this Destiny. Like nothing is free because you're 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 paying for both subscriptions, and you, it, to be relevant in that game, you're gonna have to pay anyway. So, um, but anyway, that's enough. That's enough of that. But you know, I think everyone here can agree that uh, you know, clowns thinks both of them are kind of 
kind of crap, but um, I think if you're, I think if you're just considering like face value, you're giving it to PlayStation. Well, face. Are you talking about like monetary value? Because Destiny Two base game is like twelve dollars. No, no, not no, no. Perception, perception. Like face value. Like I look at both. I just have both up on the screen. It's like flashes, and you see one side is PlayStation Plus and one side is Xbox, and you just from what perception is based on what's being offered. Like you know, yeah. Like we said, like and like people said in the chat, somebody said he got Destiny Two for eight dollars. Like obviously that's not good. That's not good value, right? That money value. Uh. Microsoft, what does Microsoft say? Let me bring that slideshow up again. Microsoft says that technically you're getting, if the slide will rotate here, um, $69.96 in value. So they're, they're, they're valuing it at $69.96. No way is Destiny 2 and God of War and all those other minor other games they're offering. No way, because there's always more games on PlayStation Plus that not a lot of people download. But... Um, the you know, there's no way those games add up to seventy bucks, right? I'm curious, what does Destiny One go on the PlayStation? Destiny One or Two? Gonna, uh, two, two. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up because because obviously I'm already ahead of you. You know, digital games, uh, well, digital games go you know sell for more than uh, if you go to like GameStop. So yeah, with, obviously I'm logged in, so it's free. Good. With PlayStation, unless there's a sale, uh, a lot of our stuff is still like retail price. I'm curious what it goes for on Amazon, though. Yeah, Assassin, can you look it up? Because I can't get it to stop saying free for some reason, even though I logged out. Yeah. Um, uh, um, it just says on. free. Like, I can't say it. I, I'm logged out and everything. I can't say it. I can't see it at the real price. But, um, I mean, it's not 60 so monetary value. Uh, it's not. It's not. Clo- I don't think it's close. Even though these games, I think uh, on Microsoft are trash, but overall, I, I still think you're getting more monetary value on PlayStation because those indie games that they're offering too, like Cube Director's Cut and Another World, like those games have been cheap. Those games are of of low monetary value. Um, nine nine ninety nine on uh, Amazon for Destiny Two. Yeah, some tells me you cannot buy Destiny Two by itself. Because the collection is out, that's you sketchy. Can, you know, you'll get the full game and the DLC. So, some tells me they pulled Destiny Two off the store for the Destiny Forsaken collection possible. or whatever it's called. It's possible. It's possible. Because I th- I think they did that with Destiny One. Possible. Um, either way, I think I think the value is not is definitely not as much on the Sony side, but the perception and face value—it's just like you put both up and you just ask, you know, uh, common people, like not not people even in tune to this stuff, like which is more value? They, I think people would just say PlayStation's because, you know, people value AAA stuff, and um, you know, it's sad because indie stuff is good, and uh, you know, old, there are a lot of good older titles, but um, you know, face value, I think it. Uh, I think Microsoft's offering is not quite as good. Like prison, like they say, prison architect is thirty dollars. Is that actually fra- factual? I don't think it's thirty dollars. No clue. Let me see. Um, prison architects. Prison architects. Okay, or not? 
Uh, it's not letting me look it up either. Jesus. Something, uh, my computer sucks. Okay, anyway. But whatever. I mean, it, do- it doesn't matter. Like, it, it doesn't matter. If, if Microsoft offered, like, $1,000 and Sony offered, like, $5, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's all up to what you're going to play. And I think in terms of what people, I think of mass appeal, I think, you know, Sony's probably wins. Uh, you know, Cube Director's Cut, that's a good, that's a good, um, that's a good game. I reviewed that as well. I think that game is good, but um, it's certainly not of, of a lot of value at this point. Uh, but um, anyway, we got to move on. We got to move on. This is ridiculous. Let's move on to something else that's equally ridiculous in my opinion, but let's see what the guys think. Um, this downgrade controversy of Spider-Man, I mean, th- this has been happening all gen. I feel like game after game after game, I mean, you can point to like The Witcher 3, you can point to... Um, Watch Dogs, the first one. Um, I don't know if Watch Dogs Two had the same problem, but this this is Destiny. Um, you know, you know uh, sorry, not Destiny, the Division. Like you can point to uh, quite a few games this generation that um, have had this kind of controversy, right? This this downgrade controversy, and now since. Um, since Spider-Man is going out to reviewers and people have gotten sneaky copies somehow um, and are releasing footage um, of the game and, and showing identical scenes to what's been shown at cons. Um, we're getting comparisons like you see on the screen right now and we're getting people bitching about it left and right in Twitter. And I know, Assassin, I want to let you go on this because I know you have something to say about this on whether or not this is even a big deal. So uh, what are your thoughts on it? I don't think it's really a big deal. I mean, in the past, like, with Watch Dogs, I don't think, you know, when we played it, like, we were like, oh, my God, this is a downgrade. We played, you know, we, we played it, we had fun. Uh, I mean, if you want, went back to the trailer, super hyped, and just, you know, watch trailers over and over and over, like, oh, my God, this game looks fantastic. You play it, and you see the downgrade, because I think it was, like, night and day of the downgrade. Like, then sure bring it up you know because that you know you were led to some fantastic and the graphics were you know poo you know compared to that whatever but like spider-man like i've heard from people all i think even insomniac like it's not even a downgrade like like who cares if if it is or not you're gonna put in spider-man or you're gonna start it up if it's digital or whatever you're gonna have fun. You're not. You're gonna. You're not look at that one scene with where there's that those puddles and not puddles. And be like, I wish there was those puddles. I wanted to hop in them like I was two, and just play in the puddles. <laughs> like no, you you don't care. Like and then I thought someone brought it up. I forget who it was. The the eyes weren't as shiny. Like yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you playing like Are you yeah. playing a game where you're looking into Spider Man's eyes? Or are you playing a like a game where you're swinging from rooftops and, you know, kicking bad guys and, you know, just having fun with Spider-Man. Like, I, like, maybe I won't notice that. Like, if you notice it, good for you, but I'm going to be busy just, you know, being Spider-Man. Right. Right. It's like, and it's one of those things that if you don't put them side by side, you probably never even know, like you said. You know, it's like, very few very few games are there that the graphics really detract from the experience like there are very few cases where i've said in a, in a game that i've played that the graphics are taking away from the fun i'm having 
you know, and, you know, obviously when they've shown this to cons before, I don't think they're like necessarily been saying, um, you know, the cons I've gone to, they definitely have, but I don't know about other cons that they've shown this game at that. I don't think people are necessarily saying uh, when they're showing off when Somniac's showing this off. I don't think they're being like next, you know, next level graphics, like incredible graphics, uh, you know, stuff you've never seen before. Blah blah blah. The focus isn't on that. The focus is on the gameplay, the open world, the depth of it, um, the the customization, you know, gameplay elements. And now because of this stuff. Um, we're, t- we're talking about downgrades. We're talking about graphical downgrades in 2018. It's just, it's like, pl- you're not going to play a good game because of that now, you know? Uh, you Like with Watch Dogs 1, I remember when people were bitching about that and people were boycotting bo- Watch Dogs 1 because the because the game was, um, you know, because the game was downgraded and it was and people were making videos left and right and, you know, shitting all over and, and circling things and pointing out that it's downgraded and people were not playing that game. And I'm like, dude, you're missing out on a good game. Like, this is a good game. And you're gonna miss out on something like that because, because um, you're like offended of the fact that graphics got downgraded. That's that's, that's silly to me. I don't know. Clowns, what do you think? Yeah, I feel like. Oh, Assassin, good, good. Uh, I feel like you know, Spider-Man's gonna come out. People are gonna be like, "Oh my God, downgrade Zach!" And um, oh, I forget where I was going with this. Uh, but you know, they're gonna, they're just. Like you said, they're not gonna enjoy a good game. Like just, just play it. Like, I don't know where, where I was. I lost my train of thought before, but it's all right. I mean, so, just and just enjoy it. Like, yeah, that's all. That's all that matters. It, like, uh, gamers just take things too far when it's negative, and like the mechanics could be fantastic, and you would never say a single thing because his eyes are not this shade of black and shiny or this puddle isn't wet. I, I, I don't it's know. ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, it's just Be positive. Well, you know, this is fake news, right? You know that the downgrade is fake news. I don't know if you guys know that. But James well, Stevenson... Downgrades, but... Yeah, James Stevenson, community director of uh, Insomnia Games, um, made a few statements on Twitter recently because he's fed up with all the negative things surrounding Spider-Man. And he said, first, it's not a downgrade. Downgrade implies we showed something not possible as a trick or reduced capabilities. Neither of those are true. Second, attitudes like that are why game devs don't want to show stuff in production because people can't handle minor changes. And basically, uh, in the thread, it goes on to say that um, the puddles were removed just because they decided to remove them. And the shadows underneath Spider-Man, the direction changed from where the sun was and the building was, so the shadows changed. And that's what Insomniac's statement was uh, in reference to this. Yeah, so it just goes back to, like, gamers are just always so negative towards, like, things. Like, just be positive for once. Like, oh, my, you know, Spider-Man is, you know, wears a different suit. Like, it's not a thing to get pitchforks and stuff and go to these devs house because you know it's it's a small thing big whoop yeah yeah and, and, and have yeah. fun and, and daz is right it's just ammo for people to make views for hits because drama sells and you know it's it's on it's so it's easy for you know the xbox fan base to go to go ahead and attack it um because you know it's it's on sony platform and if this happened on 
on Microsoft, you'd have all the Sony people coming out after it. You know, it's it's just fueling the console war, and it's like, like Clown said, and it's a it's a great point on you know that sometimes these things are ma- are conscious decisions that have nothing to do with performance. It's like in that scene right here that we're showing on the podcast, like, it, and if you're not watching it, and you're just listening. Like it's that scene where he's looking over all the guys in the warehouse and. And there's you know, there's a lot of water on the ground, and you probably saw any of the E3 trailer, but, um, you know, to me personally, I think that all that water there looked foolish anyway. Like that, I think that looks foolish. I, you know, the reflections were cool. Um, you know, uh, people talking about ray tracing online, like oh, you know, it's not downgrade because you know Sony just doesn't have the ability to ray trace like that or some shit. It's like, come on. First of all, you have no idea what you're talking about. Second of all. It, it's it's not about it's not about ray tracing. It's not about it's not about technology. Sometimes things are about conscious artistic decisions that, you know, maybe it just doesn't make sense. Like, did you take that into consideration that maybe it just doesn't make sense? Um you, you know what I don't understand is it seems like there are more PS4 fans complaining about this puddle gate and making a big issue out of it and it seems like more xbox fans that are excited for spider-man are defending it so why why are sony fans bashing their favorite you know place to go well xbox fans are defending it maybe because xbox fans are gamers in general that's what that's my statement the on that. playstation guys are used to like a high quality First person, not first person, uh, you know, first party. AAA, per, yeah, first party um, game, and then you see this, and like, maybe this isn't, you yeah. know, game like a game we've seen with God of War and Uncharted Four, which looked fucking fantastic, and now Spider Man lost a puddle. Oh my god. <laughs> the end of the world, dude. <laughs> dude, look at—I mean, look at that suit. Obviously, that gloss is gone for that gloss is gone because Sony just can't handle it. I mean, obviously, right? <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And you're right. And that you know what, Assassin, that goes back to kind of like uh, it's the same theme of the games of Gold versus PlayStation Plus. It's like you hold Sony's first-party stuff or their exclusive stuff to this high standard because you look at Uncharted 4, you look at The Last of Us, you look at The Last of Us 2, you look at um, Horizon Zero Dawn, you look at these games and they're all, like, extremely pretty, you know, up there for, like, the best game-looking games of the generation, even though now technically they're on weaker hardware. Um, And now here's Spider-Man, and it's not, you know, like the pinnacle of looks. And, uh, you know specifically in this case, like, look at Spider-Man's suit in the first picture, like, how they showed it at E3. It's like, do you just, like, wash that outfit? Like, that? it looks, I think it looks foolish, dude. I think it looks foolish. So. Um, Goliath says, the horse is dead. It is indeed dead. It is indeed dead. I don't know. I, it's dead for everyone. Everyone should just you know, enjoy the game. And if, when, when graphics really hamper a game in this generation, please let me know. Cause I haven't found it. I haven't found it. Um, what else we got? Uh, really quick. Just want to mention this. I mean, I think this is the last thing we actually have on the docket tonight. It is the cyberpunk trailer. Like if you guys haven't checked out the cyberpunk trailer, we're not going to talk about this a ton because, um, I personally have not seen the entire trailer because it is quite long. It's 50 minutes almost, 
which is insanely long for a company to do a 50-minute gameplay trailer where they narrate over it and talk about all the features. I thought it was a really cool production uh, for what I've seen. I've seen probably like half of the trailer at this point. And I think that the game is looking really next level. I like the direction of it. Uh, I think uh, graphics are great. Gameplay is great. I, th I like the dialogue between the characters. I think that really adds to the story and really adds to the, uh, you know, cooperative kind of gameplay, even though you're not playing in multiplayer necessarily. Um, but I don't know. Did you guys check out the trailer or, or see anything about this? Because I think if... If you haven't, even if you're watching um, and you're even just mildly interested in this, I think you need to watch this this uh, this gameplay trailer because it's I think it's excellent. But what did you guys think? I I saw it I saw it on Twitch um, on the Xbox. I don't think it showed like graphically at least when I was watching it too well on Twitch. Uh, for some reason, Twitch on Xbox the quality of it is just out of shit. Um, but I think if they what they showed at that reveal, if that's the full game, um, I think it's going to be game changing. Uh, I think it's probably the best looking uh, RPG first person game I I've seen. It, it feels oh my god, it more, makes not feels, but it looks more like realistic. It looks more, you know. Um, like you could actually like the the people like you know actually like people not like you know like you not you know like they're just there you know they don't put really much time they made some models and they just threw them in the game like they look really well uh, I think the the gunplay looks pretty good I Incredible. some of the abilities that they shown shown off like with the I think at one point he was just shooting in the air and the bullets were going to someone. Like, I don't, like, I don't think I'll, like, invest any of my time into that. Like, maybe if they're behind a shield or something, maybe, but I think that was just kind of stupid. Yeah. Like, that takes out the, the skill out of it. Um, I like that you could shoot, like, through walls, like, at the beginning. I thought that was cool. I couldn't change that up. Uh, the approach of different ways towards the mission with the consequences for a certain mission or, uh, you know, path you take, I think that's really nice. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot more games are getting to that with, like, Dying Light 2 coming out. They're doing something like that. Yeah. And then this game, um, I like that they came out and said the game is going to be a mature game. Yeah, yeah. Supersonic Station uh, just that... said in the chat, he goes, let's ad address the elephant in the room. How about those cyber boobies? <laughs> It's yeah, true. that was pretty. Twitch that was pretty chat. explicit, dude. Yeah, the Twitch chat, I swear, went crazy when they saw boobs. Like they're like, CD Projekt Red's gonna get banned from Twitch. Like, grow up. I mean, I mean, it's it's gonna be mature. It's gonna be like I now. I haven't been Witcher. I haven't. Like, I put like a day's worth of my time in that game. Like, I mean, you clearly can see. Yeah, you know, them having like sex and stuff yep, like yep. stuff like that. Grand Theft like, Auto games have existed like that. It's not the first time. Like, come on. Yeah, so it, I mean, it probably make it, you know, a little like tone it up probably a, a little bit more than like GTA because, you know, in GTA when you had sex with a hooker, like you were in the car and you're like, so you didn't really see much. I feel like you're gonna see a lot more, um, in a game like this. But I, you know, that's just. A small detail. Um, I so love I, I love I Delilah. 
I love Del- uh, hold on one second, Assassin, because we got to get to this really quick. I love Delilah in the chat saying, as a straight female, I still appreciated that scene in the game. It was very accurate. So maybe that's why people are like going crazy because in GTA and then The Witcher, well, The Witcher more so than GTA, but whenever it's been done in GTA before, it's not necessarily like lifelike accurate, you know what I mean? But go ahead, go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah, um, the I having like your street cred and all that tied to like your jacket and all that other stuff. Like I think that that will play out pretty well. Oh yeah. Um, the the abilities that they showed are like a spider, like, and then you can hack like other uh, like robots, and you can like change how they, you know. There's some of their abilities, like maybe they, you know their guns. They won't be able to shoot their guns, and I think that will, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it, I, it, it's cool because it's like stuff we haven't necessarily seen before. You know, like it's it's yeah. good graphics, it's depth in an RPG shooter. You know, it's you know Fallout. You know, give it to Fallout. They've they've dominated that subset for a while, and this game is coming in and and doing things that Fallout. In, in games of that nature have just not done and i think that's what's also refreshing about it. it's not just the graphics it's the setting and it's like stuff that you just said assassin it's just things that are just haven't been done it's like when people say that everything's been done nothing new can be done you got a, a company like cd project red who's been you know essentially focusing on the witcher for the for its existence and now they put out another game um, and, and granted, you know, Bethesda is doing that as well with, um, oh my God, what's the name of the game? The space game that they're, that they're doing Bethesda game studios. They announced uh, it and everyone nuts at E3. Oh my God. I forget. Yeah. Oh my God. What's the name of that? I Starfield. So yeah, I mean, these companies are starting to branch out and Starfield could be like just as good as this, if not better in it's in its subset or its genre or whatever, but it's nice to see these companies, you know, taking risks and doing things that have not been done before and are, you know, especially in a time when people are like, oh, everything's been done, you know? Yeah. Um, I really like that, like, I think they said it, the, the ads in, in the game when you're in the world will be, like, customized to you. Like, it's kind of cool that, you know, they'll advertise certain things that maybe you need or whatever just be for you, not just have you know, uh, it was like in GTA, you just see, you know, a, an ad for beer, like, like this is some different, maybe it can, you know, help you in the future. I don't know if it works well. Yeah. This isn't the first time that's been done. I feel like, well, I, I think it's more obvious in this game. So, and because of how realistic this game is going back to that, I think, um, I think it's, it's more noticeable and will have a, a greater effect. But we've seen in games in the past, like, you know, ads change or, like, um, announcements over, like, a PA system change in, in in response to, you know, what's actually going on in the world. Like, in 2K games uh, or in basketball game or even in Madden and stuff, like, scoreboards change, announcers change, you know, stuff like that, uh, depending on what's going on in the real world. But, like, in this one, you know, just because of the setting and what you're doing and, and being entrenched in that atmosphere, I feel... Um, is a bigger deal, and who knows if if there's gonna be like ad revenue, you know, sold in a game. I mean, I guess it depends how popular it is, which it looks like it's gonna be extremely popular. But um, who knows if if 
you know, potentially CD Project Red, like you're kind of suggesting, is going to sell like ad revenue. You know, That's oh, nice. I don't think they'll go to to that length. I think that'd be really annoying and seeing you know an ad for like Kleenex or something. Well, it's know? more realistic, I, dude. I think, Sometimes you need Kleenex. Like I, I, well, I understand, but I feel like the the way that they were going with like. You know, like if you you go down a certain path, this ad pops up, maybe, you know, tailoring to your your play style and be like, you know, this cola because they they show like cola or something, like this can help you with this, like and give you something like you know show something new that maybe you've never seen, mm-hmm. but as an ad, like some maybe you would look over, you know, look over like people do these days over ads. And, you know, you might, you know, just hear in the background, be like, oh, that's cool, maybe. I want, you know, this thing. Yeah. And you buy it. And, and it's an in-game item and that you can actually go buy. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I think it would be cool if they tied in, like, real-life stuff, too. I mean, granted, you know, it's called Cyberpunk 2077 for a reason, so maybe, like, Kleenex isn't necessarily relevant. But I think it would be cool if they tied in real-life stuff, too. And, um... You know, obviously, I think it would, like, be altered. Like, you know, if there was, like, an Apple ad, for instance. I know that's not going to happen, but what if there was, like, an Apple ad for, like, the iPhone, like, XXXX or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, it, they tied it in like that, and, you know, a company like Apple could advertise, and it not necessarily be a real product, but it would be relevant to something like a brand we're familiar with, you know? I think that would be kind of cool. Well, I feel like gamers would just be upset because, um, you know, they're... Apple would, because yeah, you're going with Apple, Apple would have to pay for that ad spot. Right. So they're getting money, which would make CD Projekt Red greedy in a way because they're taking this money to throw a product at you. And then we're spending 60 bucks, maybe more. There's a you know season pass or not a season pass. And there's just expansions or microtransactions. I don't think there'll be microtransactions in this game. But yeah. Um, like, people would just be upset. I think there was a... I, I for, can't remember what it was, but I believe there was a game that actually had an ad of a real-life thing, and people didn't take to it too kindly. Well, I don't know. Like, I agree with you a little bit on that, because, you know, especially since they'd be earning more money for showing you an ad that you would essentially go out and buy something. But like, I think people would be more accepting of it if it were something like the company's product, but it's not a real product. Like in that iPhone example I gave, it would be like an iPhone from like, you know, 60 years from now that obviously doesn't exist, but it's a, it's a brand that you recognize, you know? So it's kind of cool in that regard. You know, I don't know. I don't yeah, necessarily. They would, they would just go down the the line of what like GTA does. Yeah. Where they they average like there there's a game in GTA Five that is literally Call of Duty, and they make fun of it so much, but you know it's Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's labeled something else. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could work both ways. I think it could work both ways, but you know if. Obviously, you know, the in-game ads having some sort of effect on the game. Obviously, what I'm suggesting would have, like, no effect on the game. So, but what, uh, you know, what has been shown and what is, like, suggested about the ads changing depending on, you know, stuff you need or new available stuff in the game. I think, you know, that's cool because it's it's making the environment more of a factor in how you play the game, which 
in a lot of games nowadays, it's like, oh, it's pretty eye candy, but it's, you know, it doesn't have any effect on you in, in the same way. And I think anything to immerse yourself a little bit more in your environment in games is a good idea. So, I mean, kudos to, to CD, CD Projekt Red for thinking about stuff like that. It's like the nuances of this game, you know? It's like this game has a lot of good nuances that people are picking out and, and praising them for instead of just... You know, what the E3 trailer was like, wow, look how beautiful that was. You know, the setting is so unique and so beautiful and whatever. And, you know, there wasn't any gameplay, so it's kind of like, okay, well, at least, uh, you know, publicly, there wasn't any gameplay shown. Um, you know, people got private uh, backdoor access to uh, to the game and were very impressed. But, you know, this is now something that everyone can take in and see how, you know, it's more than just a pretty, it's more than just a shiny piece of jewelry it's it's really something good deep to its core so i think that's why people are universally praising this thing i mean look what the our youtube chat and and beyond of course has, has been saying about about the game it's just everyone's just kind of universally praising it i don't i don't i don't hear anyone kind of like talking shit about the game at all so i heard one thing which I, it was really shit but they were. They didn't want the first person camera. Like they wanted third person. Oh, third person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I did see a little bit of that yeah. too. Look, fuck that. Look, but, you're just finding something to complain about at that point. I mean, if they even add it, that's fine. But I feel like you would lose immersion mm-hmm. into the game if it was third person. Absolutely. Absolutely, I agree with that 100. percent In a game like this, like absolutely, this isn't like the Elder Scrolls. This is like. You know, this is in a separate genre. This is not, you know, they're not necessarily trying to copy. But I mean, if you're if you're looking at what it compares to more, it's more Fallout than than something like Elder Scrolls or uh, uh, not Elder Scrolls. What am I thinking? Not Elder Scrolls because Elder Scrolls is first person as well. But that's um, first and third. I'm thinking Fallout more. I mean, um, sorry. Oh, what's the game? Now I'm not thinking of it. Like fable, you know, it's not it's not like an RPG like that. It's like, you know, at the core, I think this is still a shooter. Like, you know, when when you classify RPGs, I feel like, you know, you can throw them into a shooter category. You can throw them into an action category. I think this is more like a shooter RPG. I still think it belongs in that category. It's like Fallout. It's like Borderlands. You know, it's it's closer to that stuff, which is good because it's out of CD Projekt Red's like comfort zone or what they usually produce. You know, because obviously they like I said they've been kind of doing the Witcher thing forever. And now this is like so divergent. It's like, you know, you're not going to make a comparison between this and the Witcher. At least I hope you're not, you know? Yeah. But, um, evil Aaron says at this point, uh, CD project Ray can do whatever they want. I fully trust they're making something special. Yeah. I mean, they're becoming one of those, what we like to say on the podcast, infallible companies like blizzard. Um, was another one rockstar Rockstar. yep yep it's one of those ones that we talk about in the podcast a lot it's one of those infallible companies that seem like they can do no wrong um so uh and that's a good i mean in this case that's a good thing because they're really putting out some really good products you know um shizno elite says he likes how alive the world looks it has to take a lot of resources he's sure to do that um i you know i agree with you i think like we were talking about the ad thing i think i think the I think that is is much more immersive for you. I think 
you you kind of like pay attention to the world instead of kind of just like walking by and noticing how pretty it is, you know. Um, but but anyway, clowns is not here because he's helping his wife doing something right right now. So um, we're not gonna get his opinion on this on this episode at least. Maybe he'll tweet it out um, instead. But other than that, that is that is about it. I know we went a little long. Thank you, Assassin, really, uh... for for keeping us. What? I just want to say, are we doing uh, anything on the battlefield uh, stuff? I mean, what do you want to say? I forgot. I I actually was not even thinking about that because that came out today. But I mean, battlefield. I don't have a slide on it, but I mean, we can talk about it really briefly. Battlefield Five for people that don't know, delayed until now. I tweeted this out, so I should probably know. But what is it? November ninth for the early access now, or something like that. Uh, I think for like EA Access, it's the ninth. I think Deluxe Edition is the sixteenth, and then Normal is the twentieth. So initially, it was going to be October nineteenth. So if if you kind of look at it um, as a delay, you're looking at a month essentially delay for this thing. And yeah, um, obviously people are shitting on it. You know, people are saying that. Um, you know the game is is getting delayed because they're in trouble because uh you know they know they're fucked that uh the game's actually no good and, and their pre-order numbers have been terrible um and it's Titanfall 2 all over again but um I actually think it's kind of smart and you know the only reason I'm pissed about it is cuz I can't play it but uh until then but honestly I think you know getting out of the congestion is a good thing for any game you know it doesn't matter if you're Call of Duty, if you're Red Dead Redemption, if you're Battlefield 5, if you're whatever, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, October was looking like a really, really popular month for game releases. And now uh, they've done a couple of things. They've allowed themselves time to react to uh, gamer uh, response to the game, gamer input. You know, Battlefield has shown time and time again that they're kind of... Uh, listening to that thing and they implement those changes. I mean, look at Hardline, Battlefield 4 uh, in particular. I don't know much about Battlefield 1, how that's really shaped the game. I think out of the get right out of the get-go, I think that game was pretty good. But I know Battlefield 4 and Hardline specifically, uh, EA is shown that. I mean, EA, they delayed Hardline a ton, if you remember. Uh, way more than this. I think they delayed Hardline from yeah. from fall to like spring, didn't they? Or something like that, just to get that game yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That game took a, took a huge hit for that. Uh, the game wasn't very good anyway because it was such a divergent uh, from the from the Battlefield universe, so a lot of people weren't into it. But, I mean, it was way better than what people had played in October or September. Um, so, I mean, that, in that case, the, the delay was a good thing. So... So you wanted to bring this up, Assassin. So, what wh- are you positive on this? Negative on this? Are you you think they're in trouble? Like, what what are your thoughts on it? I don't think they're in trouble. I think anyone who thinks that they're in trouble clearly wants another Titanfall two issue. Because, I mean, we got the two biggest games of the year launching. You know, that it was going to launch right, you know, around Battlefield, which was Call of Duty and Red Dead. Like, clearly, everyone was going to buy. Uh, you know, Call of Duty and Red Dead, so no one would buy Battlefield. Like, same thing with Titanfall. No one bought Titanfall because of Battlefield came a week before and Call of Duty a week after. So, releasing it a month later, we get all, you know, our feedback uh, into the game if they want to take it. 
Yeah, they they get more breeding room close to the end of November, before you know Black Friday and Thanksgiving and stuff. And I think it's going to do probably a lot more, bet, you know, a lot better than, like, in October. Yeah, and, and, you know, I hate games that have betas, like, so close to release because it's, it's, a, it's what's been called a marketing beta. And I, I agree with that because, you know, I, what could you do to change the game in that short amount of time? You know, now it, it's looking like the beta is the same time, right? I mean, the beta is still going to be next month. They have two months to implement things. The game obviously isn't going to go gold anytime soon, um, but um, you know they said we've had some. You know this is a direct quote. We've had valuable feedback from our community, and we're going to take time to make final adjustments to deliver a great experience to our fans. So obviously, you know, EA shows this at like a lot of the big cons. You know, Gamescom, E3. Uh, they've showed this game and people have played it. And obviously, you know, when you exit the, playing those games, people who have been to these cons, you know, that, uh, you know, they take little, they take surveys on some people. And, uh, you know, as part of those surveys, they probably receive some feedback. They know that they need to, that they need to go ahead and, um, and implement that stuff before, before the game comes out or else they're in trouble. And I don't think they're in trouble of the. I don't think they're in trouble as ba- like Battlefield dying off as a franchise. I just think they're in trouble in terms of uh, you know the game not meeting a lot of people's expectations. So um, in that regard, I think having a delay is a good thing. So and Shinsu uh, Shiznu Elite in the YouTube chat makes a makes a good point. Uh, he you know he talks about how he's gonna be able to afford Red Dead Redemption now, and that's another thing like. Getting away from the congestion has, has, you know, as much to do with the publisher as it does with the consumer. Because now people can budget appropriately and a lot more people will be able to, like, justify buying this game. If you, you know, I saw a lot of people on, on YouTube and a lot of people on Twitter and in the gaming community being like, okay, uh, you know, October has this many games coming out. I can buy this many and Battlefield's not making the list. You know what I mean? one of those deals whereas now yeah. it's like okay it's coming out a month later you know a few more paychecks to come in you know assassins mowing a few more lawns you know shoveling a few a little bit more snow and now you know you can afford the game you know it, it, it's good it's good on both ends i think you know it is only a month so it's not like yeah. hardline where it was into the next season you know oh yeah and look, look at like black ops for 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 an instance, like look how much feedback they got uh, two months before you know the game releases, and they've done a lot of changes. If you just you know read their posts and stuff, they even did a lot of changes like week one. Just imagine what they could you know Battlefield could do if you know they they you know want to do it. You know if they they have the ability or whatever to do what Treyarch did. Yeah, yeah, and I think they do have the ability, and I think. That, you know, with Battlefield 5, they're taking a lot of risks. You know, this isn't like a safe, you know, let's just change the genre. Let's just change the setting. Let's just change, you know, a few cosmetic things and throw it out there. And it's the same base experience. I mean, they're changing a ton of stuff. Uh, we've talked about this in the prior podcast. Like, they, you know, there are a lot of elemental game uh, things in this game. There are a lot of, a lot of core features that are taking a change and 
maybe that's rubbing some people the wrong way. Maybe they're going to change it back or maybe they just need to implement it in a different way for people to accept it fully. But, you know, whether it's, you know, towing, towing AA guns all over the map or whether it's, um, you know, how people get, you know, the revive system, the spotting system being uh, changed significantly, you know, dragging uh, dead bodies into cover for revives or whatever it is, you know, any of the any of the changes, um, you know, the different gunplay uh, since gunplay has changed significantly, you should watch some gameplay videos if you want to see firsthand uh, what that means because it's a little more cottish, I would say, in the god in the gun feel. Um, so you, you know, it, there's a lot of changes this time around. People are like, "Oh, how are you delaying a battlefield game? It's usually the same every year." Well, in this in this instance, it's definitely not the same. This is a huge change. It's a huge risk for EA that I think will pay off in the end, but. I will say it's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way and it's just more negative news. You know, we were talking last week about, or maybe a couple weeks ago at this point about how uh, battlefield five, the, the press has just been non-existent directly from EA. And this is just another blow, you know? So it's like just more negative on top of, you know, more negative to the point where people are just, you know, done with battlefield at this point, which is sad, but well, I'm, they they just need to get the bait on people's hands. I feel like a lot of people, at least that I've seen, I play you know play the alpha because they have two alphas already on PC, and then playing at E3 or I, I don't know if, or EA Play and uh, Gamescom. Like I feel like a lot of people's minds have changed because, like you said, the gunplay is different. Which I've you know I don't think it's more cottage. I've heard it was more. You know, more in line with, like, Battlefield 3s and, like, where, you know, it's not, like, all guns are just lasers and, like, it takes more skill. Like, I think, you know, that's a nice change and if people, you know, see that and play it and enjoy it, I think it will, you know, stop, you know, with all the bad stuff. Yeah. Not fully, but, you know, it will... You know, we won't see, like, an article every day, you know, or someone saying, oh, Battlefield's dead. It should never come out. EA is the worst company ever. Like, yes, EA is screwed up, but I mean, you know, Activision over here has done some shady things and never got, you know, shit for. So yeah, yep, yep. Well, you know, that's the thing. It's like, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago or last week or whenever we talked about the the marketing issues. It's just like EA is not has not shown this. He's not shown the gameplay to enough people, so it's like how to get people hyped over over trailers and cut and being able to you know put some war paint on your your character's face. Like people need to see the goods to be impressed by the goods. Yeah. Um. So, but I've watched a lot of YouTube videos because that's as we as we said before that's that's kind of like where the press has been. That's kind of where EA's relied on people seeing. The gameplay instead of uh, you know giving it to they they're giving it to influencers instead of uh, just doing it themselves. So um, nonetheless, I think a lot of people. I think you should just do that. I think people should just go on YouTube and check it out. Or you know, in a couple weeks or next week or what is it? Is it next week already? Next, it's next week. Preload starts Monday. Wow, it is next week already. So. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of people will be impressed. I you know, but time will tell. Time will tell. 
all right well we got that in next week i'm sure we'll be talking about that said beta um depending on how much we're allowed to talk about it. i think you're able to stream it i it would be criminal if you couldn't so uh well, you maybe... could stream the alpha right so, so yeah. i think the beta is totally fine yeah yeah so uh, i'm sure we'll stream it i'm sure we'll play the shit out of it and we will talk much in depth about battlefield next week and hopefully not ding it for being delayed because you know it's just a month people like it's it's positioning it's it's uh you know updating the the framework it's updating you know based on customer feedback and in the end that's always a good thing if if things change based on customer feedback that's always a good thing you know there's there are certain companies that can delay games and and do it in a good way and i think ea could possibly do that but time will tell um they did it with hardline and i think they can do it again so um whatever save your money up mow some more lawns do your chores do your work whatever wherever you're at but um anyway so that's it kind of a long show because of assassin thank you thank you for making it long yet again you're welcome big blabber mouth um it's my job clowns had uh, clowns had to back out but you can uh follow us all individually um our twitters and xboxes and all those things have kind of been cycling below our faces the entire the entire podcast. But if you want to hit us up as a group, please do so. Just search Four Guys of Quarters. You'll find us on everything from Twitch to Mixer to YouTube. We're most active, I'd say, on Twitter, which is 4GWQ Podcast because Four Guys of Quarters would not fit. So um, hit us up on all that kind of stuff. Definitely hit the like button, subscribe, all that good stuff, and uh, let us know if you liked or disliked the show we want to we want to hear what you guys had to think and uh, had to say about it so and we want to hear what you have to say about these topics so definitely hit us up in the comments and um you know hit us up on twitter or whatnot and we'll uh we'll definitely love to engage on these topics because uh you know we like to talk games every once in a while if you didn't notice so all right we'll see you guys later next week peace